And Amanda. Jam Nation. Well, he is one of the most iconic and influential singers of all time. Sold more than 100 million records worldwide, knighted by the Queen, honoured with countless awards, and he's not stopping anytime soon. Great for us. He's going to be touring Australia next year. We are thrilled to talk to you, Tom Jones. Thank you very much. <laughs> so lovely to talk to you. We met you, uh, you. when you were in Australia last yeah. time. We had a, we had a couple of drinks. We had well, no, I don't, did we? We had a, like a, a whiskey or something. Oh, there you go, charming. Well, I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> I love your story. I've always loved you. Every time you come to Australia, I'm always there, front and centre. But you've also reinvented yourself a million times. You, as a host on The Voice, has probably yeah. introduced you to a whole new audience. Quite right. It's, uh, it's, it's a great thing. I, I love doing that show. You know, I really love being on The Voice because I love to listen to, to new singers and uh, to try and I, I like to, to do as much for them as I can. You know, if they want, especially if they come on my team, then I'll, um, I'll do as much as I, as I can for them and try and give them as much advice as I can. So that's, it's, it's, a, it's a very gratifying uh, thing to do, I think. Is it true that uh, many years ago you entered a talent show but lost to a ventriloquist? <laughs> yes, quite right. And she was, and she, and she wasn't very good either. <laughs> so I always tell, I tell them that you know. I said, look, you know, if you don't, if you don't pass this, uh, <laughs> if you don't get on the show, you know, don't worry about it because I lost to a ventriloquist, and that's quite true. So as well, I am told me on the show. He said. So actually, you lost out to a dummy. <laughs> <laughs> what sort of dummy did she have? Uh, just a regular little, you know, like a little boy on her on her, on her knee, you know. Yeah. So, uh, but uh, <laughs> you know, she wasn't she was not good either. You know, if she if she'd been a great ventriloquist, I wouldn't have minded. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> oh, that's great. How old were you when you discovered you had um, a voice that was that was better than others? It was different. Well, when I was a, when I was a child, because I I come from a big family, you know, a lot of aunties and uncles and cousins that were uh, all my cousins or most of them were older than me, so they were getting married, and I was, you know, I used to sing at the weddings. So when I, when uh, when other people would come and see me, you know, whoever my cousin would marry, the, her or his family would come to the to the wedding. So I would be singing and. Uh, these people would be saying, my God, you're going to be a star. Mm. And, and I thought, wow, I'm going to be a star when I grow up. So it was, um, it was always there. Ever since I was a child, I, I wanted to become a professional singer. How far it would get me, I, I didn't know. But I thought if I could just do this for a living, you know, it would be a wonderful thing. And uh, so I started in, in pubs and clubs, you know, once I left school. And then I would get jobs in, in the daytime to make money so I could go out and sing at night. So it was always, always there. Mm. And, I, and I I would sing along with records, you know, I would sing along with, with songs that I heard on the radio, and I thought, well, you know, I, I don't hear anything that's, I felt, mm. that was any better than what I was, uh, that I could do. So I thought, well, I think I can compete with these professional uh, singers. So that was it. So once I got a chance, to go to London and and to to prove it, uh, I finally you know I finally did. So thank God I did because I love everything about what I do for a living. 
is is fantastic with the with the recordings, with the TV shows, and live performances especially. Mm. And it gives me a chance to travel all over the world. So I'm still living the dream. You've done so many iconic collaborations: Stevie Wonder, Dolly Parton, Van Morrison, Ed Sheeran. Who is your favourite to work with? Mm-hmm. Well, it all depends on. Um, on the song, you know, it all depends on if you're going to do a duet, uh, you, you've got to find the right song. And uh, if, if it's not, you know, then it doesn't work out that well. But Aretha Franklin was great to sing with, you know, when she did my TV show. But I was lucky enough to have a TV show in the late 60s, early 70s, mm-hmm. when I got a lot of people on there that I wanted to sing with, like Jerry Lee Lewis. And so to, to sing with him and Little Richard, you know, on on my TV show because they were my heroes in the fifties. Yeah. So I had them on on my show. So they were the they were the important ones to me, the ones that I grew up listening to and then getting a chance to sing with. In the same vein, I watched you flirt outrageously with Edna Everidge <laughs> on a show I was watching the other day. <laughs> okay, <laughs> she was flirting with you. To be fair, oh, I don't know how much flirting was coming back. <laughs> <laughs> I remember Dame Edna saying to me, have you had any plastic surgery done? And I said, well, maybe a little nip and tuck, you know, here and there. And then he said, or she said, but you're still recognisable, Tom. That's the great thing. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, it was great. You know, but he was, he was great, though, Barry Humphrey. Yeah, great he was. Uh, well, Tom, it's always a treat to catch up with you. Tom Jones, Ages and Stages Tour is on sale now from livenation.com.au. We'll be there, I'd so definitely. Tom, always a treat. Keep doing what you're doing. See you when you get to Australia. I will. Thank you very much.